0: Hey friends and welcome to the new season of shit nobody talks about. If you had seen my first episode I answered somebody's question that they sent in and it was regarding basically babies. One wanted a baby and the spouse didn't so what do you do with it? So if you are with it that sounds bad. What do you do about the situation? So that was my first episode. This next episode I am also going to pick a random question. Uh, Probably won't have to do with babies. Let's see. Let's get right into it you know. Hey Mac, I wanted to reach out because I could really use your advice on a tricky situation. Lately I've been dealing with a rough patch in my relationship, and I'm seriously considering hitting the reset button. Oh, that's so sad. So here's the scoop. I've been in this relationship for a few years now, but things have taken a nosedive. Communication feels like a never-ending struggle, trust has become shaky, and it seems like we're constantly walking on thin ice around each other. I've tried my best to salvage things, but honestly, I feel like it's holding us back from being truly happy and growing individually. Oh, I know you've got your own experiences and perspectives, and I'd really appreciate any insight or advice you can offer. Um, and then she just asks, have you ever been in this similar situation? How do you handle it? It's starting. Yeah, it's starting over a good idea. I just need some clarity. That's so sad. And I actually have been in that exact spot and it's really really awful because you're just struggling and you're like you know what you once were as a couple and then you know that you have potential but at the same time it it kind of just gets clouded over time uh so I can I'm just going to be super transparent we did have that phase like Kyle and I where just nothing was working anymore we're like what is freaking happening and communication just was not it and it really really sucks and it does make you feel like you're walking on thin ice and little things will start fights that never would amount to anything. It was wild. And, uh, so we both ended up starting therapy, which really helped. And also kind of, like, un-unveils what's truly going on. Because sometimes you can't even know for yourself what's actually the underlying issue. And say somebody like myself, like, I- I used to- I don't want to say I didn't express my emotions properly, but essentially I would keep things in. So say if- I'm going to do a very basic example. This didn't actually happen. But say, for example, he left a banana peel on the counter one day. And I put it away, or say I threw it in the garbage. And, I, and whatever, I move on with my day. And then, you know, uh, two days from now, he leaves a sock on the floor. And again, I pick it up and I put it away. And then he leaves something else on a week from now. So say a t-shirt. And he's home and I see a t-shirt on the ground and I grab it and I'm just like, you don't put anything away, This I'm not your maid, this is ridiculous, like, this isn't fair, I work too, I shouldn't have to pick up after you. Well, all he sees is me freaking out over picking a shirt up, but he doesn't know that I also picked up the sock and the banana and those bothered me. So the therapy just really helped realize like, you know, either to communicate right away when things do upset you, whether it's big or small, because sometimes when it is small and it's just like, hey, do you mind? Like this really bothered me. Uh, Do you mind putting this away when you get a chance? It was like, oh, of course, no problem. I I totally forgot about the banana. I was just really hungry. And then I had to do something in the garage. I was uh, putting your winter tires on then maybe I'll be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for putting my winter tires on. Where from his perspective, he's thinking, like, damn, I was just trying to help her put her tires on and then I'm getting yelled at. So there's always more to the story. And I think that, yeah, communication is huge because if you don't communicate, then you start feeling insecure and insecurity leads to trust issues. And it just stacks one on another. And it's, it is very difficult. So therapy is always a huge thing. Um, Date nights is all like amazing. Do date nights and it doesn't have to be a really expensive thing at all. Uh, We started going to Kelsey's all the time and we would sit actually at the bar so that you can like talk to people that are also there and it just felt like you're on vacation for some reason because you're just surrounded by people that you can speak with and it just made it more fun versus when things are like very tense between you two. You don't necessarily want to sit at a table Um, face to face and like that be the date because if you're not doing well it's like what are you going to talk about so it was really fun to have like engagement with other people and I don't know it kind of brought that like sense of lightness back into your relationship and like fun and exciting so that's a really good idea we still do that to this day because it's so fun and and we're in a great place now but that's just another you know little tip Um, and I think too finding yourself like if you're struggling with yourself or your image or your mental health or whatever, finding your groove will help your relationship. Like it always does and whether that means it helps you get out the door of your relationship or get back in a solid relationship, it will help. Whether that's going to the gym, getting a new wardrobe, feeling good, starting, you know, say reading. Like if you love to read or you love to journal or do things for yourself and do them alone. And I know that sounds weird because it's like you're trying to strengthen your relationship but do things alone. It will help so much. It'll make you miss each other and then there's also that, you know, a little bit of mystery. It's like, oh, what were you doing? Oh, you come back from the gym, you're feeling good. It just automatically feels better. You feel sexier. You might, you know, be more willing to have these hard conversations when your endorphins are pumping. So that's my suggestion. Communicate, do things on your own, but also date night, prioritize. Um, and honestly, you could just make a pros and cons list. Like if this person is actually, you know, an awful person, then of course you need to leave. But I can just tell that what you're going through, the relationship was good and the foundation is, like, strong at the beginning, so, like, you can get back to it. It is totally possible. I've done it myself and it's, you come back stronger than ever and it's such a good feeling that you push through. So, thank you so much for your question and good luck. Let me know how it goes and, uh, yeah, thank you guys. Whoever else is listening, thank you so much and I'll see you in my next episode. Bye!